So the question is, how do women like us, age 50 plus, and dealing with high blood pressure, high blood sugars, and rising cholesterol levels, how do we keep our health numbers under control while we're trying to squeeze all the goodness we can from our life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Join me as I uncover the secrets of living a plant-based lifestyle, including how to avoid taking medicine simply by eating whole foods, shed the extra fluff around your middle without being hungry or joining a gym, make big lifestyle changes even if you think you have no willpower, eat food you love with no portion control. Let's get your doctor to say, wow, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. All this without meds or restrictive dieting. I'm Robin Wong, and welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. Hey everyone, welcome, welcome back to No Pills, No Hunger. This is Robin Wong, this is episode 139, and I recently had lunch with a friend, and I hadn't seen this friend in a really long time. I mean, we go way back and uh, hadn't touched base, uh, you know, where we sat down over a meal and, and just really visited. And honestly, since before I became a dietitian. And um, so we had time. We had time to visit. And so, of course, as you're eating, uh, the conversation around food and weight often comes up. Uh, this particular friend has struggled with her weight over the years and really struggled with you know, losing weight and then gaining weight and losing weight and gaining weight. And I would probably say there was a little bit of that yo-yo dieting that happens and finally had settled at a weight and was eating, um, you know, better, I guess, and seemed to be stable. But, you know, the question um, often comes up for people is, you know, if you're not losing weight, are you, you know, and the optimal blame you know, their, their weight on the, the loss, the lack of weight loss on genetics or lack of exercise or something else that's their problem, whatever it might be, medication or uh, illness or whatever. But, you know, genetics and exercise are um, two of the common uh, things people think that the reasons they can't lose weight, especially when there was some mainstream media some time ago that talked about um, a fat gene and and so people assume that's what they have because one of their family is overweight and you know and in fact it, it might be lifestyle but uh, anyway the gen- genetics and exercise uh, get brought up and I'm not going to lie they, they do play a role but they're not the primary role they don't play the primary role in weight loss so um, you know, if, if you've struggled to lose weight, uh, like my friend, uh, the problem is almost always um, dietary. So, so let me continue on with this example. Uh, so, you know, I start talking about what I know about weight loss and, um, you know, of course, launch into um, all my nerdiness about, you know, food and weight loss and research and all these things. And, you know, she was really curious about, you know, how, how can I apply this to my own life? And, and so, um, I, you know, suggested that diet change could, you know, really, um, make a difference with weight loss, you know, the types of foods you, you, um, you, you choose the, uh, 
you know, I just I pointed out that the key really seems to be changing the types of food we eat. I just really hammered that home. And um, I launched into kind of a discussion of the benefits of vegetables and fruits and beans and whole grains and and all the wonderful meals they can become because I love talking about food and, you know, um, and basically she responded with, that's interesting, um, but I just think I need to exercise more. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, in my mind, I'm thinking, what? I mean, and, and she really believes that was her, her main problem. And, you know, she went on to say, I used to exercise a lot, but lately I've just been so busy, um, you know, and she really just brushed aside the whole topic of food that I had gone on about. Well, granted, I should have shortened it and made it not so sciencey, but um, she did ask me. <laughs> so anyway, you know, so then a few minutes later, um, our food arrives at, at the table. And, um, you know, I, I thought it was really interesting because uh, she had something that, you know, had um, ham and cheese, I think, a sandwich and a, a, maybe some chips came with it and a soft drink and um which she enjoyed and uh she didn't really realize as i was thinking of course i'm not making judgments but i was just like wow this is really enlightening for me to see how people think because if i could only knew what to say to help her shift her her mindset around this i know i could help her have success right and so of course i got my food that was a beautiful salad with some uh, tofu and lots of vegetables dressing on the side that was balsamic vinegar that I put on and um, just mixed greens and uh, it was it was it was really good I really enjoyed it garbanzo beans all these things um, and had some iced tea and it was it was just a great meal we had a really good time but it left me thinking about this because as I, as I was watching um, you know just kind of in my mind looking at the food realizing that to burn off that meal my friend would have to actually exercise a lot okay and i think that the myth is that you know you know you can you can balance it with exercise and so then i thought back to years and years and years ago when i used to think the same thing so i used to um eat healthy, like I thought. And then if I would eat something that maybe was higher fat, like a cookie or something like that, I would realize, oh, I had to, I had to run longer today because I, I was a big runner. Um, and and so for me, it always weighed, ah, do I want to run longer or just not want to, if I want to skip the cookie? So I had that concept, that misconception that you could actually outrun your fork. Okay. And, um, and, you know, I kept my my weight relatively in, in check uh, doing that. But really what was happening is I was, you know, it was the dietary choices I was making. It wasn't the exercise. Now, don't get me wrong. Exercise is important. It's great for your heart. It's great for your muscles. It's great for your mental um, outlook on life, your mood, all those things. And it does help um, your metabolism. But it's not the only thing. And, you know, there's something that's taught. They talk about um you know, this 80-20 rule has become sort of popular that um, weight loss is the result of 80% diet, 20% exercise. And so, you know, um, they actually talk about that if you actually 
aim for a calorie deficit of say uh, 500 calories, you could consume 400 fewer calories, which is 80%. And then, you know, by eating foods lower in calories, um, you know, fiber rich foods, all those things. Um, and then you only need to burn a hundred calories from exercise, which is way more doable than trying to burn 500 calories. Okay. Um, because I think people honestly think they are able to burn more calories through exercise than, than they actually do. And so I was kind of curious about that. So I looked, you know, mo a lot of people I know walk, they walk regularly, walk several miles and, you know, a day or whatever. And, you know, what some research has shown is that a, a walk for weight loss may not be enough uh, to really achieve your weight loss goals. So, you know, and, and this research basically says, yes, 15 minutes of walking is certainly good for your heart and your psyche and, and, and all those things and contributes to burning um, calories, but is it enough to get you to the, the goals you want? And so, um, you know, I think you have to be realistic. Um, and, and, and of course, you might be a really fast walker. And so it might be different for you. But, you know, the average adult who walked about 15 minutes a day at a slow pace would only burn an additional nine calories a day. So then that average adult who walked 30 minutes a day, double the time, at a slow pace would burn about 25 calories. And then, you know, assuming um, the population as a whole participated a harder level of physical activity, walking moderately for 15 minutes, they'd burn about 36 calories, okay? Um, and so, and for 30 minutes, 85 calories. So see, we haven't even gotten to the 100 calories yet. Now you say, okay, I walk for an hour at a moderate pace. Well, you can, you know, it's more. So the point is, is, um, you know, the majority of people uh, don't um, exercise at an athlete level, um, you know, where it's strenuous or it's rigorous for extended periods of time. Now, that said, I still think it's wonderful that you exercise. I just want you to keep it all in perspective. And, you know, really what I want you to walk away with is that, you know, diet makes a big difference, okay? And so this, this misconception that you can, like I said, outrun your fork, um, I just want you to, to, to realize that, you know, if you're not reaching your weight loss goals, um, you might want to look there. You might want to pay attention to um, what's on your plate and make some uh, swaps on that. You know, um, you know. It, I think with my friend, uh, uh, you know, I finally did ask her. Well, can I talk to you a little bit about exercise? Because I was used to be in that situation where I exercised a lot and tried to manage my weight that way. And what I found was when I finally changed the foods I was choosing. Um, the weight just came off, you know, without even any added exercise. And honestly, this is what I see with my clients um, in my program is that, you know, if they want to accelerate weight loss and actually add, you know, muscle mass and increase their metabolism, we certainly do add in exercise, that, um, but not the first part of it. We focus on dietary change and, and they see results, you know, and what happens is, is um, my clients start to, when they first start with me, often they don't have the energy to exercise. They don't feel good, right? Um, 
and you know the diabetes causes fatigue and so it's really hard to get the motivation to exercise and so um when we finally start making some dietary swaps and we start adding fiber, getting rid of the saturated fat, and really focusing on that insulin resistance, the root cause of diabetes, then their energy starts to come back, okay? Then their blood sugars start to come down. Then the motivation increases because they're feeling better. They're feeling better motivation-wise and they're feeling better physically-wise because the fatigue is improving. And so then you can say, okay, well, let's look at maybe maybe adding in some exercise. And it's way more sustainable when you feel well, okay? And and um, and you can do it at a, uh, usually a little bit faster pace if it's walking that you choose to do. And so you even see more results. So I just want you to, you know, keep it in perspective, this exercise versus dietary um, balance. And so, and, and then when it comes to genetics, you know, whatever your weight is, your body shape, all that stuff, that is where your genes come in. Um, you know, you, if you are from um, a, a, a family who maybe genetically you, um, you know, you are uh, shorter in stature and maybe carry your weight distributed differently, uh, maybe you, you carry it, you know, you have stronger you know, in your hips more or, you know, you're more stout built, then you're never going to be a 5'8 lanky person. Okay, you're just not. And so that's where the genetics comes in. It's kind of body shape. Um, and when, when you kind of go, all right, I, that, that is my genetics. I'm not going to change that. But yet you find a weight that's healthy for you that you feel good at. And that's what I usually ask my clients. Um, you know, we talk about weight. And I'll say, so, you know, what is your weight? And then where do you feel healthy? When was the last time you felt, at what weight were you when you felt like you had energy and you felt you could do the life things you like doing? Then that's the weight we go for. We don't go for this ideal weight or some number like when you were in high school or whatever. It's more about um, where's your body going to fall when you're eating healthy foods and moving at a healthy, um, you know, having healthy movement in your life and doing the things you love to do. That's where your body should be. That's where your weight should be, okay? So, um, you know, it's not about dieting to get to a number. It's about letting your body find that weight, um, eating the way that fuels your body well, and then, um, you know, just because as we age, our bodies change, and, uh, you know, so I don't think it's realistic to necessarily strive for a number that happened, you know, 30 years ago. Um, maybe you'll get there, maybe you won't. Who knows? But um, it's, we're not going to diet to get you there. We're going to let your body find that. And that's through eating and choosing good dietary, um, choices. Okay. So do I believe in exercise? Yes. I love to exercise. I think it's wonderful, um, for so many reasons, but do I find it a, a good way to lose weight? Uh, no, I would say, well, I think, I think you can do them together. Um, I think if you're going to exercise, you should also be looking at your diet. Okay, don't use exercise alone. So use them together. Oh, then you have a powerful um, combination. Dietary changes and exercise. Wow, that is something. You're really going to go someplace with that. But also, no, if you don't like to exercise, you can still have weight loss just by making dietary changes. All right? So hope that helps. And, um, you know, I'm not sure my friend took that away, but uh, I think she did. I think she finally listened to me and 
took it in. It might take her a while to mull it over before she kind of is on board. So maybe I'll have a lunch with her again and we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about it again. But so if you need help with this, if this is something you want to explore further, contact me. You can find me at Nutrition with Robin um, on my Facebook group, uh, Women with Type 2 Diabetes, are beating Type 2 Diabetes together. Uh, Robin with Ro Wong, you can, you, I'm, you know, find me, Robin at nutritionwithrobinrdn.com, email me, uh, and you know, let's talk about what it looks like to work with me, and let's get you started. Uh, because this would, I mean, if you're uh, struggling with weight loss, struggling with your diabetes, tired of being hungry, tired of taking medications, I'm your gal. I really am. Um, so uh, I would love to, to talk to you about that. So have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing the, these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast, since morning habits are the easiest to build. That's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide or click the link for three breakfasts to lower blood sugar in the show notes. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.